Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Uh, it's Coffee Talk on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Get some coffee. We'll talk. Yeah, get some coffee. We'll talk. It's two in the afternoon. It might be a little late for coffee for you, but that's it's okay. Fine. It's fine. Uh, coffee. Do you make it at home or do you buy it at a shop? That's the question. Yes. Do you make your coffee at home or do you go to the coffee shop? 651-641-1071. Interestingly, our friend Panda on the Twitters has already replied. Thank and you. I'm glad that she did because I was thinking... Our friend Panda, who also works at a Starbucks, um, I thought, you know, she'll have I bet she'll have some insights on whether or not coffee shopping has uh, has increased over the last year in the pandemic. I feel like one way to treat yourself is to go and get like a really good roast at a coffee shop. Oh, sure. Right. So you're saying just the drip or the actual beans? Just the drip. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Either one. I just like the word. I just like saying just the drip. Yes. Thank you. Uh, that, that is, is that the, the name of any are any coffee shops no, called just the drip? But that's the secret team Cobra business yes, concept. True. Just the drip. That we would like to make at some yeah. point because we have complained from time to time yes. on this show. Yourself, Bradley, me. Mm-hmm. We all just like regular old drip coffee. Yep. And that we don't want to have to wait in line for your five pump, no phone, yep. half calf, whatever business. Yes, I just want you're doing. just the drip line. I just want to go in that line. If yeah. I could at the drive through have a lane like an express lane, not an espresso lane. <laughs> See what I did there? Just yeah. the drip. Anyway, Panda said, I go get my coffee from the shop about two to three times a week. Uh, she said, but, you know, pretty soon uh, I'll have to shift to making my own coffee and espresso at home. Full time. Full time. 651-641-1071. How do you get your coffee? Does it? Uh, do you make it at home or do you head to the coffee shop to get it? And do not call me to tell me you do not drink coffee. I don't trust you. Let's go to <gasps> Megan. Just kidding. It's fine if you don't drink coffee, but I'm going to want to know what your caffeine source is. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Hi, ladies. Um, I, generally speaking, make it at home because I have five completely different coffee makers at home. You have five? Yes, I have five. Oh, my gosh. I love you. So how does that work? Yes. Um, I, generally speaking, will use my K-cup, but the waste on that is really bad. And then, But then I got an Oh, bye-bye. Oh, whoops, we okay. lost her. Well, Bye, she Megan. Had, Megan had five different coffee machines I, at home. Th- Slow clap for her. Yeah, so no sorry kidding. About that. No, that's, that's all okay. good. It's Who's all on the good. Line Who now? do we have now? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we have somebody, but I think... Hello, who am I speaking with? Hi, this is Amy. Hi, Amy. You're on the air, so don't swear. <laughs> Amy, do you uh, do you get your coffee at a coffee shop, or do you make it at home? 
I do a special Friday treat at the coffee shop, but the Nespresso machine changed the life at home. Okay, so talk to me about the Nespresso. So the metal capsules are recyclable, so you don't have any plastic guilt. I like and that. And it makes guilt. a smooth, beautiful, delicious cup of coffee. And I do the, the you can do a long pour or you can do like a, an espresso pour. Oh. And I can make my own princess drink and have the chocolate and the cream and all the stuff. Okay. Nice. Well, I, so you're convincing it me It sounds right like now. you treat yourself every day. So then what's your special coffee treat on Fridays? Then I go to Starbucks. And then just have somebody else do it for you. Yes, because I'm lazy sometimes. I love that and that's okay, Amy. Yes. You can be lazy. <laughs> we celebrate that. Yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor Amy. Have a great day. Uh let's go to Mary. We've got Mary on the line. Hello, Mary. Hello. Mary, uh how do you Hello. how do you get your coffee? Do you make it at home or do you buy it at the coffee shop? Well, I used to buy it at the coffee shop, and I was a routine buyer at uh, starts with a C, not with an S. Uh huh. And I would, you know, go drive to work, and the coffee poured down the tape and CD player oh, of no. my car. Oh no! Yeah, and I had to have the car towed out of my work (laughs) oh no and by the time everything was said and done that cup of coffee was a thousand dollars stop it so you have some sad memories associated with getting your coffee from the shop yes and i still i mean i love coffee but i am not bringing it in my car. I hear you. On the drive-thru. I get it. You've yep. been burned, literally. No. Thank you, Mary, for your Thank call. Thank you, Mary. Man, and I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. That's rude. Coffee. Yo, speaking of that, I've discovered that ordering venti coffees yeah. and then trying to move about the world oh, is a no. bad idea. You bad can't do that. idea. You're going to get a hot... Not going to do it. You're going to get a hot crotch. Yep. That's the first problem. And then the second problem is this. you It will be too hot on the front end to sip it. And then it takes so long to get through the ding ding thing. By the end, it's cold, right? So you just gotta like. It's hard though because I know we like our coffee. Yeah. On the Colleen and Bradley show, Um, and I don't want to offend anybody when I said if you don't drink coffee, I don't trust you. That's not true. But if you don't have a source of caffeine, I'm confused about how you're above ground and walking and talking. Yeah, it could be anything because we got a tweet saying diet Coke. There you go. Zero. That's fine. I celebrate that. I need, I just need to know that you have some sort of caffeine source in your life because if you can exist without caffeine, I don't you're something is wrong with you. Colleen cares about you. <laughs> I, I do. And wants you to function throughout the world. I just know I want you to know that there's a better life for you with caffeine. That's right. Let's go to Cassandra. She'll have the last word. Hi Cassandra. Do you get your coffee from the coffee shop or do you make it at home? Hi, ladies. Hi. I make mine at home. I also have an espresso machine, and yes, it changes your life. Okay. So good. Uh, Okay, so it's so funny because Jason talks about his Nespresso machine all the time, and I I, I hear that it is amazing, and I have desperately tried to not go that route, but y'all are very convincing. Yes, it's so good. It is life-changing and much cheaper than going to 
the coffee shop all the time. You well, know? and you know, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Thank you, Cassandra. It's quick. It's quick. Yeah, see, that's it's the other so, thing. so fast. Like, it's even faster than the K-Cup machine. Yeah, and it's... Thank you for your call. It sounds like... The coffee is far better than what I'm brewing in my big old Mr. Coffee anyway. Yeah, it probably would be. I mean, I I have sampled the Nespresso machine. You have that? Yeah, well, I don't have that. You don't have that, but you've sampled that. But at one point in time, I was a house sitter and a dog sitter at a fancy house, and they had an Nespresso machine, and I just decided to help myself, and it was really good. No, I use an AeroPress. Which that is good coffee. That is good coffee. Yeah. It is labor intensive. Yep. But it works with my caffeine schedule. Thank you. Thank you. I very make much. my coffee at home. Oh. I make mine in a Mr. Coffee and I always am thinking about how much better it would be at Starbucks. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to talk a little bit more about Britney Spears in this documentary. We listened to the trailer for it yesterday. It's called Britney versus Spears. This is the Netflix documentary. That uh, has been done by uh, Aaron Aaron Carr, right? Yeah, Aaron Carr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Minnesota's own, and uh, and we have some intel as to how Brittany feels about it, and how her fiance Sam Asgari feels about this documentary. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. Oh, we got to talk about Britney Spears again on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hello. Hello. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about this new Netflix documentary that's coming up next week. It's next week. It's coming out on the 28th or the 29th. Yeah. I think and the 28th. Yes. It's called Britney versus Spears. And, Holly, you've got the intel on uh, what sources say Britney Spears is thinking about this whole thing. Sources are saying so these sources Colleen are talking exclusively over at page six. Now what does an exclusive at page six mean? Well it does mean that the call is coming from inside the house. The question we ask on the Colleen and Bradley show is which house is the call coming from inside of? Yeah so it's coming from a house. Yeah. So we know that they are talking directly to page six whoever is in this house and they are saying these sources that Britney Spears does not support Netflix's mm. new documentary about her conservatorship. That source says that this is another unauthorized documentary without her blessing or participation. Now, they're saying that that she is, uh, you know, not really here for this. And that, just like with the FX documentary, Framing Britney mm-hmm. Spears, that Britney Spears herself is not into this. She said, insiders said back in February that Britney Spears could barely bring herself to watch that documentary at first and that they told page six that Britney's chosen not to watch it because she's fed up with the conservatorship and that Britney Spears caught a few scenes and it left her feeling emotional. So they're setting up essentially the same narrative that Britney Spears is not here for this documentary because it's been unauthorized. So take that for what you will. Well, here, okay, so I'm of two minds about this. Uh, The first one is this, and I'm not saying that this is what's happening. I'm I'm speculating that this sounds like it would be a really convenient narrative for the conservatorship to be pushing. Oh, sure. Because the conservatorship wants, like, it, 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 uh, it is in their best interest to make it look like Britney Spears doesn't, like, all the stories that are being told about Britney Spears are incorrect. And so, you know, she doesn't want them being told. 
right? That mm-hmm. that actually is, that acts in support of the conservatorship. So I understand. So I guess I would say I'm speculating that there's a possibility that this this narrative could be pushed by the conservatorship. But I'm going to actually back off of that in one second when I tell you another thing. Mm-hmm. The second thought I have, this I'm, I said I'm of two minds. That was my first mind. My second mind is. I also think for Britney Spears, it's got to be really hard to hear other people tell her story. Oh, yeah. If if somebody is telling an unauthorized biography about your life yeah. and getting into the really nitty gritty detail about things that you've never talked to people yeah. about, that's going to be uncomfortable. Especially when you've been silenced for over a decade. Yes. Where every single word you said, thought you had, thing you did was going to be scrutinized Uh or or tamped down on by the conservatorship, right? I just think so. I I respect that. I do so. So in that regard, I feel like it's understandable that she's not interested. She's not behind this thing. Yeah, you can empathize with the discomfort Absolutely. of having an unauthorized biography about yourself going out there in the public and looking back at Britney Spears's Instagram in the past year. She has alluded to the fact that there's a lot to this story of her right. life. That we don't know about and we're not privy to. Right. And so what they're doing in any of these unauthorized documentaries is is trying to fill in the blanks where we're able to with the information that is that is available. Yeah. But she has all the real story. Sure. And we might not ever know it. Yeah. And we yes, a very personal part of Britney Spears's story, because this is looking at the structure of the conservatorship, mm-hmm. the the larger context of Britney Spears's story. Now, interestingly enough, the filmmaker of Britney versus Spears, Aaron Carr, she's come out and said that, you know, she is trying to be respectful of Britney Spears in a way that she's putting together this project. And so she is leaving out some things that perhaps she heard through the grapevine that Britney Spears was sensitive to in framing Britney Spears. So it will be fascinating to watch Britney versus Spears for any number of reasons. I mean, the the list is long. Yeah. When you say say things that she was sensitive to, do you, are you talking about like certain footage? Like, I know yeah. that she was really upset with the the re-airing of the footage of her having her head shaved. Yep. I mean, that was such a pivotal moment. Yeah, Aaron Carr said that the things that happened in 2007, specifically at a hospital, she oh, said yeah. that you're not going to be seeing that in Britney versus Spears. You're you know, not- I am that I I actually have a ton of respect for that because those are things that first of all you have the internet you can look them up if you haven't seen them but we've all seen the images well right and it seems like this documentary is going to focus on not but because what i think framing britney spears did hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Is it delivered on its name? Yes. It framed Britney Spears and it contextualized the story of Britney Spears in a way that was like an episode recap. Right. It was like an episode it recap was. of Britney Spears' life. So it did go into details into some of those more sensitive moments in Britney Spears' life. And it was a retrospective. So yeah. it put the p- puzzle pieces of like how we got to where we are together in a way that, that you can only do with the passage of time. Mm-hmm. And what I can imagine was difficult for Britney Spears in watching that in whatever parts she saw it is that she's the human being at the center of this. So she's got a whole different perspective. But we only know the brand Britney Spears. And so this was about how what we did to the brand of Britney Spears, who also happens to be a human. And I know that that, you know, but that is celebrity. And that's actually what that was a reflection of. Now, I told you I was going to undo one of my thoughts um, about how Britney is reacting to this new documentary, uh, Britney versus Spears, that will be airing next week on Netflix. And the first thing I said was, it sounds to me like the conservatorship is saying this because it is in their best interest to to, to really remove her from the narrative. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to I'm going to say that Sam Asghari has made some of his own thoughts known and I would imagine that they are in line with conversations that are happening behind the scenes with Britney Spears, given the fact that this is her fiance. Yeah. I think you can reasonably assume that this in some way represents her thoughts and feelings about it. Sam Asghari replied on the Netflix Instagram post of the trailer. Ooh. And he wrote, I hope the profit from these docs go toward fighting against injustice Hmm. hashtag free Britney and then I saw another comment from him that I couldn't find then when I went back and searched for it but he commented somewhere else that basically like other people are making money off of her story which essentially is our complaint about the conservatorship conservatorship. so I think that that is a reasonable critique that there are other entities that are now making money off of telling Britney's story. Mm-hmm. And Britney has had a lot of other people make money off of her. Sure. Until the conservatorship is actually disbanded, we can't hear Britney's in her Britney's own words. Right. And so we're getting these documentaries to help contextualize the cultural narrative. I mean, right. I, I understand where Sam is coming from. However, I would say we get documentaries about public figures all the time. All the time. Yeah. And they don't profit from them. Right. Meaning the public figures don't profit yeah, from them. Yeah. So he's, I see where he, he wants to protect his lioness. His lioness. But you know, we're, we're, we're going to be watching this. Yeah, we are. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley, trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Greetings. Greetings and salutations. And uh, these, my friends, are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. 
It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy, stupid idiots. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, there is not one looking back at you. Oftentimes we find them in the state of... Florida. Florida. Like Florida. Yay! Okay, so uh, there's a 27-year-old man in Winter Haven, Florida, who was arrested on Tuesday after, and this is not good, uh, allegedly kidnapping a woman and threatening her with a box cutter. Um, I do. We don't know what their relationship was, but they did get into an argument, and he flew into a rage. Uh, he tried to block her from leaving, and then when she escaped to a car, he jumped inside, and he uh, threatened her with a box cutter. Uh, he told her he was going to, quote, make her life miserable. Um, she was able to free herself, and she managed to drive away. Then he chased her down in another vehicle and crashed into her, and then she got to the police. Ew! I know. All of that is terrible. Like, it's actually horrible, abusive, bad. We do not, uh, we do, we do not make light of that. No, no. But there is always something that makes somebody a crazy, stupid idiot in the story. You always need the chef's yes. kiss. Yes, the <laughs> chef's kiss. And um, in this case, I want you to know that this is of a brand of crazy, stupid idiot. This is where either you know something they're wearing alludes to the kind of behavior we saw, or maybe they're named in a way that should have let you know that they're living up to their name. Sure. It's like the person saying... I committed a crime and right. it's right on their shirt. Right. It's a, a variation on the Spencer's t-shirt, like FBI female body right. inspector. Right. Or, or like, for example, if you ever met uh, somebody whose name prepared them for a certain occupation, like a gym teacher whose name is Jim teacher, for example, you meet them all the time. No, there are people like, you know, uh, a dentist named Dr. White. Those kinds of things. You know what I mean? That's this guy's... That's what makes this guy a, a crazy, stupid idiot. This person's legal name, the man who committed this terrible crime, his legal name is Sir Dangerous. Nice! Sir yeah. Dangerous. It, it was prophetic. It really it was. was like, I mean, what else are you going to do? Out came the baby and right. said, you... You are sir, going to be dangerous. Are going to be dangerous. Yes, sir. Dangerous. Uh, he lived up to his name. Uh, he is now facing nine charges, including armed kidnapping, burglary, aggravated battery, using a deadly weapon, aggravated assault, and grand theft. Well, Jesus, you didn't have to go above and beyond he, and get the extra credit. Well, I mean, his name is Sir Dangerous. What are you gonna? What? Di- what else did you expect from him? That's true, right? That's true. Hmm. Sir Dangerous. Yes, Sir Dangerous. Nice. Mm-hmm. Who's your, uh, who's your uh, crazy, stupid idiot? Oh, Where are we going next? We're going to go on a journey to Knoxville, Tennessee. Ooh, fun. So it all started with a reported car wreck. A reported car wreck. A reported car wreck. Okay. In Knoxville, Tennessee. And so while on the scene of this reported car wreck, officers found an abandoned Pontiac Grand Prix. Then... They found that car while it was still in motion. What? Yeah. So they found a ghost car. This is an abandoned sec- car this is like, in motion. Yeah, this is like the second time we've had ghost cars. No, here. dead serious. I feel like we just had a story week. like this. So this car moved off the road, hit a guardrail, and then a witness had to put out a fire on the car's door. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so you're like, ghost car. 
What the heck? How did that even happen? Well, it wasn't a ghost car because officers ran the registration on the vehicle Mm -hmm. and they found out that it was this woman named Marissa Ferrante. Mm. They're like, okay, well, we got to find Marissa because she has a ghost car and that's a situation because you're endangering people with the ghost car. Well, it turns out Marissa was out and about and was easily located because Marissa was out doing a little something something while her ghost car was running. Oh, was she um, giving services? Oh, no, actually. Oh, okay. She wasn't Sorry. giving services. I had no. a whole other story going in my mind. No, she was naked, though. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Marissa was a little naked, wearing a mask and ringing doorbells. Why the mask? She wanted to be safe, you know? Well, I like that. I appreciate that. that. In the times that we live in, she wanted to keep it safe. I just, I appreciate that. I just think that's real interesting that she had the discretion to put a mask on, but maybe not to put the undies on. Yeah. So I don't know who exactly she was trying to figure out was Mm. home, but you know, she wasn't finding anybody at home because then Marissa was walking down another street, only wearing a mask, underwear. Oh, she did have underwear. Good. Well, later that was the addition. I mean, I'm happy about that. And then. She was wearing a tail. I don't know what that means. Okay. You know, Halloween isn't for another month. I don't know what that means, Colleen. I don't know if she came from some kind of like, you know, furry situation or yeah, a pre-Halloween thing or, you know. Some kind of kinky thing we don't even know about. Yeah, so we're not even going to try. No, that's fine. So, yes. Marissa ran on foot when police tried to approach her away from the officers. She jumped a fence, not wearing a lot of clothes, which is a bold Ooh, move. That is a bold. Fe- you got to have some confidence. Ow. Yeah. So then office- you got to know you can clear that thing. Yeah. Well, then uh, Marissa had a really great idea, Colleen. What's she that? was like, I know how to get these officers from stopping chasing me. I know that sentence didn't make a lot of sense. Go with me here. I'm with you. She's like, I know how I'm going to shake these officers. I'm going to pretend to do a Tim Hortons near a dog enclosure. No. And I'm going to talk to the dog about no. it while I do it. Oh, my gosh. This sounds like there was, were there drugs and alcohol involved in this? Well. Probably. Because then she got hungry while mm. she was pretending to do the Tim Hortons while talking to the dog near the dog park. She started to eat the grass okay, on the lawn. I'm glad you said grass. Yeah, because well, I was worried. About here's where the thing, we were though: going. if the grass is in the dog enclosure, Ooh, it's gonna yeah, be extra true. spicy. That's true, and not in a good way. That's so. True. Marissa was eventually arrested, but she did attempt to kick, punch, and bite the officers while she was arrested. Now, Marissa did explain why she had a ghost car. So we figured out oh, the well, mystery good. of the ghost car. What Coming back to the beginning of the story, she told officers that she was called to abandon her car and go into the woods naked. Okay. So she was called. It was okay. It, it was her duty. It was her duty to do. Well, well, there was that too. Yeah, there was that too. So there, Marissa, had, it was a duty to do the duty too. What's charged with indecent exposure, evading arrest, criminal trespass, resisting arrest, oh assault on a first responder, disorderly conduct, obstructing a highway, reckless endangerment, duty upon striking fixtures upon a highway, and not providing an immediate notice of an accident. Oh, my word. That was a mouthful. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. <sighs> okay. May we go to Galveston, Texas? 
Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. This is a journey. There's a lot going on here. Oh, boy. Okay. So this starts with a story about, first of all, Galveston, Texas. Um, there's some stormy, stormy behavior happening on the Texas coast. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, hurricanes yeah, and no tropical big deal. storms. Right. Okay. So uh, on, I believe it was on Monday. Wait, this was a, this was over a week ago. So last Monday, there was a guy uh, in the midst of a threatening storm walking along the beach and he was dressed in a way that was very familiar. He was dressed like Michael Myers. Like Austin Powers? No. Yeah, baby! No, the murderous Michael Myers from the Halloween films. And he was carrying what appeared to be a bloody knife. Oh! So somebody called 911 and they were like, there is a guy dressed as Michael Myers walking on the beach carrying a bloody knife and there's a threatening storm and... Can you please check on this? So they <laughs> did. Officer, there's a movie serial killer <laughs> out on Val. Oh, man. What if it was like the movie Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't even know that one. Oh, man. Maybe there's a portal to another cinematic dimension. That is a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger plays this guy who is like a super, like an action star, Jack Slater. And then the guy, the kid goes into the Jack Slater movie and then like takes Jack Slater out of the movie. And then there's real Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know, man. There's Charles Dance, Dracula. Oh, like, wow. It's what, so what I'm saying, like stuff, what I'm, what I'm <laughs> who's crazy stupid idiot? Are now? you okay? <laughs> no, but what I'm telling you is what if Colleen, what if these storms down there are actually mm. portals to other dimensions? And so that means if Michael Myers is walking on the beach, that means Freddy Krueger is going to be at Margaritaville next week. I, How is he going to eat the nachos? While I want to stay in your fever dream. <laughs> How is he going to pick up those nachos? Oh, gosh. With those long fingernails. It's going to get messy. Get a wet wipe, honey. Okay. So... That that didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> but what did happen is that the police apprehended this guy and they were like, oh, that knife is fake and that blood is fake. Oh, okay, so okay. thank you. Yes. Thank you. So they're like, OK, so this isn't an actual murderer. Uh, they were able to identify the man. He's an attorney. His name is Mark Metzger, the third. And he has been ticketed for disorderly conduct. However, that and that is all dumb. Right. But what is so interesting is that there's more to the dumb, right? So it gets like dumber. It's like a layer. Mostly in like the way that he describes why he was doing this and then what happened. So apparently the uh, a TV station caught up with Mr. Metzger, the third attorney. And he they were like, why did you do that? Like, why were you walking on the beach while with a storm threatening the Texas coast? Dressed as Mike Myers, holding a bloody knife. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. And threatening. Yes. He said he was just trying to find a little bit of positivity in the gloomy doom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you think positivity, does Michael Myers spring to your mind? Yeah. When I'm thinking about 
lifting up my spirits right. and my heart. I think of a serial killer <laughs> who tries to murder babysitters yes. in the closet. Right? He said, uh, he went on to say, I guess there's just some people out there that don't have a sense of humor, you know, can't please them all. But he said that his arrest was exactly like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. He said, I felt like a scene out of Scooby-Doo after they handcuffed me and pulled the mask off like I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling Karens, you know? So this is just some dude's weird Scooby-Doo cosplay. I can think of five other ways that you can do weird Scooby-Doo cosplay. And I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All of them do not involve you getting arrested. Like, I understand the impulse. Right. Because he's like, hey, I'm going to do something viral. I'm he thought go. he was funny. He thought he was funny. Yeah. But, you know, there is a really fine line between being funny mm-hmm. and, and being scary and being scary and sometimes people don't know where that line lies uh you there is a video of this guy just lumbering down the beach and it looks terrifying like I, if i saw that i would for sure be scared i mean he should have just dressed like pennywise the clown that, no really, it was Holly, like the, please <laughs> don't give people ideas really because he could have walked down like michael myers it's really, he lost it with the knife. You have to have something maybe where you, where you don't have a threatening object. Right, like but a again, teddy bear or again, something? He could have it done still a, is creepy. He could have done Austin Powers. That would have been great. He could okay, have been that, leap, that, leaping yes. down the street to wrong, Quincy Jones music. Wrong and Michael Myers. He was doing the wrong Michael Myers. Shrek? There's so many other options. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little game, and that game is called The Throwback. Why? After this on My Talk 1071.